Listening to understand and respond in a coaching conversation requires extreme self-awareness and regulation of the leader as coach. It's so easy to lose sight of our intention, particularly when we're under pressure and in our well-meaning haste to help. We listen superficially, we miss important details and lose the opportunity to open up deeper levels of meaning with our performers. The coaching conversation then becomes less than satisfying and both parties, leader and performer, leave the conversation dissatisfied with both the experience and the outcome. In today's Leader as Coach episode, Rhonda and Dale explore what the value of listening is and offer guidelines, tips and techniques to help you listen better so that you better understand then what's happening for your performers and respond in a more conscious and constructive way to offer the support they really need. Welcome to Conversations for Fearless Leaders, hosted by Dale Lachlan of Trinidad and Tobago and Rhonda York of the United States. Join us in our second podcast series as we explore how coaching is an essential skill leaders need to embrace as a powerful leadership strategy. We will cover how you can use coaching to catalyze change as well as accelerate employee and team performance. Listen as we share impactful tools and tips that you can use to immediately enhance your style of leadership. Come journey with us as we share insights and stories drawn from our combined 40 years of experience in business and corporate leadership and as executive coaches. We hope you enjoy the journey. In our first episodes in this Leader as Coach podcast series that Dale and I are doing, first we defined what coaching as a leader really is. We established the five core beliefs that serve as that foundation for your success. And then we shared five essential steps to use in most coaching conversations. After that, we focused on how you, as the leader, as a coach, can become, let's say, more intentional in your use of high-impact questions. So today, we're going to shift to listening and how this is such a great position for our leaders to be in because it helps build that key understanding and it really is probably one of the most important, excuse me, important coaching skills of all, and not just a coaching skill, but as leaders, as humans, listening is so important. So Dale, I think this might be a good place for us at the beginning of this particular podcast is to really talk about what do we mean by listening, and we mean really listen, because we listen and hear things all day long, every day. But what do we really want our fearless leaders 
to really get from us when we talk about listening? I think that the ICF's updated guidelines on listening actively make some sense here. It talks about focusing on what the client is and is not saying. In this case, focusing as a leader coach on what the performer is and is not saying to fully understand where they're coming from and their perspective. Not whether we agree with them or disagree with what is being communicated, but in order to fully appreciate what is being said in the context of their reality, their client system, and to support them in expressing themselves. As you said, when we were talking before recording this episode, Rhonda, understanding does not mean agreement. It means I'm prepared to walk in your shoes. And I think that may be a big misconception, Dale, because when we talk about listening to understand some of the comments I've received from clients is, well, what if I don't agree? And so that's where I have to really go more in depth in this explanation. We all come from different backgrounds. I mean, you and I are from different cultures. We have similar business modalities, but we're still different. So just because we have so much in common doesn't mean we agree to everything. And that's ex- that's really what we're talking about. But it is important for me to really listen to what the other person is saying and make a great attempt to understand, not agree, not disagree, but just to really hear where they're coming from and try to understand their perspective and their point of view. And that's maybe one of the most difficult skill sets for listening. And the other side of that coin, it's one of the most important at the same time. Absolutely. It's like wanting, wanting, feeling, feeling compelled to listen really well, because what you want to do is to connect with the other person. And the only way to really connect deeply with that other person is to be able to listen to them without any of my biases, without any of my thinking, without any of my um, assumptions. And judgments, yes, because... When a person's talking, if they feel that they're being judged, or as you mentioned, biases might be in place, it really impacts how much they open up and exactly how much detail they give us and how in-depth the conversation can go. So that's why the listening is important, and even in our episode that we talked about questions, it may seem simple, but just saying, tell me more, or where are you coming from with that thought process? And of course, the tone that we use is important. 
but that shows that we're listening and that can send a message and help the conversation move forward or close down. And you and I talk about that many times in different episodes. So it is very important to really understand where those questions are coming from and the deep listening, excuse me, and the deep listening and how we listen along with the information we gave on questions really helps that person understand that we are there for them. But this is also a way for me to understand what they're saying, get a better insight to their vision, their values, and even how they define success, I think. And they can, people can tell if we're actually listening. And as a leader, you and I've talked many times how important it is to have the trust and respect of our team members. And if you really are an effective listener, it does build respect and it helps make a connection and creates an an unimaginable level of trust Again, I want to go back to something you mentioned at the beginning. It doesn't mean I agree with it, that I go along with what the person is saying, but I cannot tell you, Dale, how many times I've heard, I just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. I want to know they hear my idea. They aren't saying I need them to agree with me more often, but I want to be heard. And that is a big mistake that many organizations and leaders make is they don't really listen to other team members and their employees. So that's my two cents for today, Dale. And I'm thinking, too, that, you know, it is we, we, we spend so much time thinking about what question we're going to ask next as a coach, but it is really only after we're listening deeply that the best question to ask reveals itself. What we're really doing when we're listening deeply is that we're opening up a space that people feel safe in where they can say what's on their minds. They can share their truth. I remember reading something recently that said the problem perhaps is not so much in people not speaking up. The problem is in the fact that we don't listen deeply enough to allow them to feel safe enough to say what's on their minds. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I can't agree more with that. And I think if we all stop a minute, that we can come up with times that we have been in conversations and know whether someone's listening or not. Hey, you and I are both married. You know, in in marriages, that happens a lot. It's you're not listening to me. Um, But even in the office, you can tell if people are distracted doing something else, even by their comments and especially their questions. 
did you really hear? I mean, really hear what I said, not just the words, but do you really understand and connect with what I'm saying? And it's so powerful. It seems so simple. But I think if we were to really measure our level of listening, many of us would not be up there with the the top of the scale, so to say. So a couple of things. The first is that if we want to be listened to, the first thing we've got to do is to listen ourselves. Exactly. It starts with us. And for our fearless leaders in their role as leader, as coach, that's where it's got to start as well. By you as a leader, listening deeply. Creating that space where your people feel that it's safe enough for them to share their truth. Because that's when they're going to experience you and the organization differently. Now, the trouble is that we get in our own way, isn't it? And That's for sure. Yes. You know, we, we listen for what we want to hear. We listen because we've already decided what we want to see. And, and I think, we- yes, and I call that the selective listening. Some people refer to it in their children or their teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll say you can whisper and they pick up on it when you don't want them to hear it. But there are certain things that we want to hear, or as you said, we've already given thought to or assume something will happen. And that's what I mean when I say selective listening. It's almost as if we are waiting for that word, that term, that phrase to get mentioned, and then we want to pounce on it, jump on it, and come up with our own thoughts but we're not listening to the whole story, the whole statement, the whole idea, whatever it may be. And so we have to listen to the whole statement, the whole person, and not just be selective of when we check in and check out. Okay. So the bottom line is that listening is so vital. It's pivotal. Absolutely. The thing is that it can, we can work on it. That's the good news. Yes. There are some techniques we can use, we can practice that helps us to develop our listening skills. And with each um, experiment we make, with each time we use these skills, these techniques, rather, it's amazing how rich the conversation can become. So let's talk a bit about what... um, the three levels of listening on here. Um, we're drawing from some of the work that has been published by Coactive. And it starts off with level one, the listening to ourselves. Well, what am I thinking here? What is my intention in this situation? In this conversation, what am I focusing on? What am I ignoring? What's pulling my attention away? And at this level, just being aware that we're not paying full attention to the other person. We have that selective listening you were talking about, Rhonda. 
We're picking up certain words and phrases because they're resonating for us, but we really are not listening to the whole statement, the whole conversation. And by doing that, it's impacting on the quality of the quest. Of, first of all, it's con- impacting on the strength of the connection that we're forming with that other individual. It's impacting on the quality of the questions we're asking. They may not be the high impact questions we were talking about in the previous episodes. And it's impacting on the responses that we are getting from that other party. Hmm. So at this level, first of all, we're listening to ourselves. Yeah, and I think we... In addition to listening to ourselves, we need to observe ourselves because with technology and so much that we have going on around us, whether it's our laptop, our phones, external communication, TVs, there's so many things that are pulling at our attention. And I see this in myself of not being fully present and fully listening. And to add one thought here for our listeners to be aware of is to think about being in a meeting with multiple people. Let's pick a number six. And if all six people were to walk out of that meeting and write down what they heard, I think it would be really interesting to see what somebody else heard that I didn't really hear. And that's a great exercise for our listeners to try to really expose how well do we listen and do we all hear the same thing? Yeah. In fact, another twist on this exercise would be at the end of the meeting, particularly where you have made decisions to go around the table and let each person talk about what they understood as the decision that was made. So that you have the opportunity while all the parties are still in the room. This is done as well online as in person. You have the opportunity while all the parties are still in the room to clarify any misconceptions, misinterpretations that may have come up. Yeah, that's a great idea, Dale, especially in meetings like that for um, key decisions. Because if you have a team of people that walk out of the room, assuming that what they heard and how they heard it is the right way, but it's different from what someone else heard, that can be disaster. So it is important to what did you hear? What are we doing next? What does that look like? So that we make sure that we hear and interpret the message the same way. That actually allows me to move to the second level of listening. Because you see, we can't only be focused on listening to ourselves. We've got to move beyond ourselves. We've got to become at level two a lot more consciously and intentionally focused on what the other person is saying. So it's as if you know then what has what distracts you. 
you're moving beyond your distraction and you're able to focus on the other person so that as your thoughts arise, as they will, you catch them, but you don't allow them to intrude on and to affect the that intentional focus that you have on the other person. I love those words, intentional focus on what the other person is saying to you. So true. And then if we talk about level three, your attention is on both the other person and then the focus widens beyond their words to other cues. So it could be body language, the inflections in their voice, the pace of their voice. All those things are so important. And that's when I often tell people to listen to the whole body, to listen with your gut and your eyes in addition to your ears, because that tells a lot. And that in itself, so you must be an intentional listener and an observant listener, because when we talk about those high impact questions that we did in a different um, episode, it's those things that you can also ask questions about. I've asked people, what did that sigh mean when people go, <sighs> and then they give an answer? There's information behind that sigh. There's information behind shrugged shoulders or when a person rolls their eyes. That's all part of listening. It may not be what we defined listening as before, but it is part of it. And we get so much information from being that aware, intentional, observant listener. Interesting. Being an aware, intentional, and observant listener. Listening then with all our senses. Yes. Yeah. So what we've talked about today has been all around emphasizing the value of listening, the levels of listening. And we're going to take a deeper dive into um, the levels of listening themselves in our next episode what we'd like to leave you with today, today, though, is with the challenge to observe yourself in your conversations. Think about your levels of listening. Think about your intentionality. Think about your observation. Think about your use of all of your senses as you listen. And experiment with deepening those levels. Notice where you feel excited by what you're hearing, by what you're seeing, and where you want to know more, where you might be intuitively wanting to open up to the experience and therefore understand better what is the reality that the other person is experiencing. So 
Make sure to join us for our next episode because we are going to take a deeper dive into the different levels of listening. And there we're going to draw from Judith E. Glazer's work in conversational intelligence. Practice, ask people, what did you hear? Check your notes, see if we're hearing the same thing. It's a great way to measure your level of listening. Any questions, you can connect with us at www.conversationsforfearlessleaders.com. Thank you for joining us. See you in the next episode.